Pod episode number eight, championship edition. What's up, everybody? It's Mike coming at you with Fly Pod episode number eight. Wow, so much to talk about and catch up on. So much good softball played over the last few weeks, and I'm really excited to get caught up with everybody. Today is Sunday, August the 11th, when I'm recording, and it's just going to be me today. Was trying to get the original four together for an episode. That's definitely going to happen in the future, but we got uh, Gerb out in San Diego enjoying some baseball at Pepco Park right now, so he's not able to be here. So I just decided, you know what, let's record uh, episode number eight. Let's update the Fly family on a uh, great championship run, uh, other great uh, softball that's been going on over the last couple weeks because I know people are probably... Uh, dying to hear this episode because there's a lot of good things to talk about. So today, uh, we'll go over way back, back on July 27th, we played in a tournament at Mellis, if you can uh, remember that, and we'll recap how that went, and then we'll talk about the Morton Grove playoffs, where uh, ultimately a second place finish uh, was the culmination of that season, but a lot of good things to talk about there, and then we'll spend some time talking about last Thursday night, Mellis Thursday night championship playing three games man I'm still sore I've literally taken Saturday and Sunday to do nothing granted we played Friday night too oh my gosh my body is just in rough shape after playing uh, Thursday night but it was all worth it uh, an epic championship run that I can't wait to uh, tell you all the details about uh, but let's back up let's go back to uh, July 27th the Mellis tournament which we were all really excited to play in, and, you know, it, it didn't turn out the way we had necessarily wanted to in terms of results. You know, we ended up getting uh, eliminated in our first two games, losing both games. However, I'm going to dissect those losses a little bit and talk about uh, how those went. And, uh, you know, overall, it was a great experience, though, playing uh, in the tournament. I'd always wanted to get the Flies out there to play, and it was a beautiful Saturday in July, really hot. And uh, we played some great softball in the first game. Game one was uh, a game against White Walkers, who plays on Thursday nights. Sorry, no, that's us. We play on Thursdays. They play on Wednesdays uh, at Mellis. And they, uh, they're they one of the top teams there, I think, in the first first place, maybe, 9-1 regular season. And uh, we really brought it that game. You know, we were playing them neck and neck. We were playing on the short field at Mellis, field number one. 
And it was back and forth, back and forth. And uh, it had that feeling like whoever had the last at bat was going to pull it off. And uh, unfortunately, that's what happened. You know, uh, we were neck and neck with them. And uh, we ended up losing in a pretty heartbreaking fashion uh, on a walk-off grand slam. It might have been a grand slam or a three-run homer. It doesn't matter. Uh, but to lose that way after fighting so hard uh, was uh, it was a tough one to take. But I was proud of our guys because we came out and uh, we played well. Final score was 23-20. to 20. Um, and we played a great game. Nothing to, nothing to worry about there. Uh, but then we had a little bit of a layover uh, that ended up being about 45, 50 minutes. And I remember just kind of taking like a quick cat nap on uh, one of the pitching mounds they have over there. And uh, perhaps that's what did us in because uh, on a hot day after playing our hearts out in the first game and having that little layover, we just came out super flat against Cortland Swat, who's another good team. Uh, Billy was telling me about them, that they're a part of the Tuesday night uh, league at Mellis, and they were uh, the second place team there. So, uh, you know, we, we drew the short end of the stick in terms of competition. Uh, we had uh, some pretty tough competition off the bat with White Walkers and Cortland Swat, but we just, we came out flat and we didn't play a good game. Ended up losing 17 to two. And as I, as I was writing down that, that number 17 to two, it, it hurts to say, but oof, it's, it's all good. It was a good day of softball. Uh, not the result we wanted, but I was glad that our guys got in a tournament uh, and I just want to thank everybody that came out. I know it's not easy to uh, set aside a, an entire Saturday to play softball, but shout out to everybody that showed up, especially my boy Clayton out from Michigan coming out. That was a lot of fun. Uh, and, you know, Jeff Ophi and Brian Moranto who subbed for us. Uh, that was really appreciated. Uh, but Clayton and I were talking after and yeah, we would have liked to have played till eight or nine o'clock at night, but we were, we were pretty tired. We were, we were pretty cashed from the day, even those uh, two games that we played, our legs were pretty, pretty fried. So Overall, it was a great experience. Uh, hope to enter it next year, and uh, we'll hope to uh, perform better and, and uh, to get better as a team. But overall, happy to have played. Morden Grove. Man, we have a lot to catch up on with Morden Grove as well. Um, I was checking the notes before outlining the fly pod, and I saw that the last update we had on the fly pod was that we had not even talked about any of the playoff results. So this is the last two weeks we played three playoff games in Morton Grove. And the first round was against the enforcers who were the five seed. So it was us as the four seed, uh, home field advantage over enforcers at, uh, with the five seed. The ultimate result was a win, which thank goodness it was, with a score of 19 to 16. And it was a wild one for sure. Uh, it, it was one of the Flies' better games and a great come from behind victory. You know, we were down 12 to 8 in the bottom of the sixth, which I remember standing on left field at one point and looking up and saying, like, dang, are we really going to lose in the first round of this team? You got to give that team credit, though. You know, when we played them the first time around, they were a decent team. They brought in some subs that could play. Uh, I remember uh, seeing that third baseman they had. He was scooping up everything. Uh, defensively, they were... Um, they were fine-tuned, and offensively, they were, they were hitting the ball, too, so you got to give them credit. We did, though, take advantage of their backup pitcher being on the mound, and in the bottom of the sixth, we really waited them out, and that was a great team approach, and that's something I feel like we're growing in uh, as a fly team is having those professional at-bats, but also one thing we're getting better at is if a pitcher's on the ropes, we're not bailing them out anymore, meaning that if he walks two straight guys guys are now learning that you have to take until you get a strike because I've only pitched a couple of times um, and James and Tom can talk more, speak more to this, but I've only pitched a couple of times. But if you're walking guys, you start sweating. 
you start having anxiety and saying, man, I can't find the zone, man, I can't find the zone. So if you, if a pitcher walks two guys in a row and you go up and swing at the first pitch, you're totally letting them off the hook. You got to let them come to you and throw a strike. And we're growing in that way. And in that sixth inning against enforcers, that's what we did. And we put up 11 runs, which was fabulous. 19 runs. So we were up 19 to 12 in the top of the seventh. And they ended up getting four more runs. But we, we nailed it shut, nailed it down, and uh, we ended up winning that game. Good game. I was happy to, to move on because really I, I do believe, and I know we are one of the best four teams in the Morton Grove League. And to lose in that first round would have hurt. And it would, have, uh, it would have been underperforming. So I'm really glad that we pulled it off. Uh, then we moved on to the second round uh, against Gravediggers. Uh, the number one seed against us, the number four seed. Gravediggers, 10-0, undefeated against the Flies, who were 7-3 uh, in the regular season. And, guys, we won. It was an awesome, awesome upset victory that Gravediggers, we shocked them. We absolutely shocked them. We hit like crazy. We had two big innings that we scored at either eight or nine runs in. We played solid defense against them. And we shocked them. We earned their respect that night because a lot of times team takes, teams take us lightly and they say, oh, no, the Flyers, we, we got this. And the Gravediggers, I think that's what happened to them. I think it was a little bit like a trap game. A trap game is a game where, uh, so from a, the Gravediggers' perspective, they're looking at that night because uh, there's two games in, in the night. Um, they were thinking, okay, we're going to get past the infield flies and then we get to worry about Smash Bros are picked off. And they were for sure thinking about Smash Bros and picked off. I don't even think they were thinking that it would be a difficult first round game. But we know that we can play and we showed up and that they were caught in the trap game. They were, they were trapped thinking about the next game and uh, we made them pay for that. Um, it was a great game overall. You know, their right fielder suffer, suffered an injury. I forget what it was. It was something where they had to pop something back into place in the shoulder. Um, it was in the right field, you know, crazy orange fence, fence over there that is surely a liability in right field. Um, it was on one of James's balls, and it seemed like he was going down. The right fielder was going down to retrieve the ball, ended up slipping, and then, uh, you know, put his hand down to break his fall and ended up popping something in his shoulder. That's what I think. I don't know. I didn't get a great look at it. Uh, but overall, at that moment, I went up to some guys and I said, look, I never want to see anybody get hurt ever under any circumstance. But if we jump on them at this moment, we're going to completely de demoralize them. After having, losing a guy to injury and then giving up more and more runs, this is our time to steal the game. And that's exactly what we did. And that, was, that will go down as one of the best victories in Flies history because, I mean, Gravediggers proved to be strong all year. And we stole their opportunity to compete for a championship. And that was awesome. After that game, we waited around a little bit because Smash Bros and Picked Off well, were finishing up. Uh, we came out uh, against Picked Off, who ended up making it to the finals. Um, and I don't think we were flat. I don't think the layover hurt us. I think we were just outplayed. And really, this year, our Picked Off had our number, beating us three times. And, you know, I have to remind ourselves, I have to remind myself that we beat Picked Off before. 15-6 to 6, opening night last year, we beat them. We had their number. Uh, and in last year's playoffs, we only lost by one. So we got to come together, collect ourselves, and next year uh, we have unfinished business. Um, I think that overall I'm very satisfied with where we finished up in Warren Grove because 
we're inching closer to that ultimate goal, like I posted in the Facebook. Um, each year, we're getting closer and closer. And to make it to the championship was a big deal. To beat the undefeated Gravediggers, that's a huge accomplishment. And next year, our goal is the same, and it's to win a championship. And we're going to have to play better against picked off. Offensively, defensively, all areas of the game, we're going to have to rise above, and I know we will. But overall, a really fun Morton Grove season. Uh, we'll definitely be back there next summer. I know I always talk a big game of uh, only playing at Mellis, but getting to the championship just reaffirmed the fact that we have unfinished business in, in Morton Grove and we have to go get the championship there. So really looking forward to competing next summer uh, for that championship. And then Thursday, whew, what a night. Mellis, Thursday season playoffs. Thursday, what was it? Was it August 8th? I can't, I can't think straight. August 7th, one of those days. It doesn't matter. Uh, was a big night. Probably the biggest night in Fly's history. Uh, just so much fun. I've, I've been texting with the guys afterwards and just talking about what a, what a special night it was. What a fun night of softball. Um, fun, just exciting. And uh, let's dive into how it went. First round versus Yellowstone, the sixth seed. Uh, we were, of course, the three seed going in. Uh, we won that game 25 to 20. We were on the small field, field number one at Mellis, and you know that always changes the game. And uh, Yellowstone's a good first round opponent, but they played sloppy. I remember the first inning, we hit a couple ground balls to their third baseman. You know, he looked terrible, to be honest. I, <laughs> I remember Billy just calling out. He, he's funny, man. I, he was just calling out, hey, hit it to third, hit it to third, because he just looked, he looked like garbage. He looked terrible. Um, it was a back and forth game. Uh, we hit well. We played some solid D. The sun was a little tough, um, a little bit of a battle for us. Uh, the time limit really helped us. And for those of you that didn't play with us on Thursday night, um, if we pass the time limit in playoffs, the game isn't called, but it goes to a two and two count. And that, that really helped us because that changes the game a ton. Uh, and it, it creates some quicker outs, some quicker swings in the bats where uh, guys are usually more patient. They, they swing a little bit more quickly. Um, so the time limit really helped us out. And what also helped us out was having home field advantage in every single game because we got the last at bat in every single game. And that really helped us as well. Moving on from Yellowstone, I was expecting in the second round to face the two seed afternoon delight. However, Balls of Fury, the seven seed, had a first round upset over afternoon delight. And I was I was shocked um, because I played with Balls of Fury. I subbed for them one time after our game and they, they were not a very good team. And that was confirmed when we played them. They're a seven seed for a reason, and uh, it was a relatively easy game. We could kind of chillax, and we uh, we just took some good at bats. We played some solid defense, but we won twenty five to ten. Uh, and shout out to Billy Brisky. You know he had a walk off inside the park home run. That was pretty fun to end that game, and it was pretty non non eventful. Like it wasn't that stressful of a game. It just allowed us to kind of continue our rhythm, and it was it was helpful in in terms of the progression of the night. Uh, of what we had to do. So we were one win away from the championship. Uh, we had a little bit of a layover and uh, we were watching balls out the five seed play the one seed swingers. And uh, I think we were watching that game probably for a good 15 minutes. And we really wanted balls out to win because if swingers was eliminated, that means that we would have gotten home field advantage. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, so we took the dugout and when I went to meet with the uh, the ump before the game, the ump was trying to tell me because of the way the bracket was set up that balls out had home field advantage. And I said, no, 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 no. It has to do based on seating. 
And I fought for it, the home field advantage, and we actually went and talked to the park district guy. We got it sorted out. The captain from Balls Out was okay with us having home field advantage, and that's how it should be. The higher seat should always have it. That's just common sense in sports. Uh, and it's a good thing that we, we fought for that because it ended up playing a huge role down the stretch as we played a really epic game. Now, we went up 15-1 to 1 after one inning. 15-1. to 1. And it was back and forth, back and forth. They kept chipping away. They had big innings. Ultimately, I mean, just an epic game. Ultimately, it was tied at the bottom of the seventh. I remember we hit time limit in this game, too, because uh, it was taking a while. And I remember getting the last out uh, of the top of the seventh. And I, it was tied. And I said, all right, here we go. We just need one. And we're champions. So here's the sequence of how it went. We had Carlos leading off. And remember, it's a two and two count. So the game changes a lot. Carlos comes up. He singles and then reaches second on a fielding error. I can't remember who it was, if it was the left fielder or the shortstop. But shout out to Carlos. That's huge. To get into scoring position, it, it, it made the difference. And ultimately, it was the winning run in the game. So it, just shout out to you, Carlos. Uh, then came Kevin. Kevin took two straight balls and ended up walking. So we had first and second. Then I came up. I was looking for a pitch to drive. I ended up driving it right to the pitcher, my bad. But luckily, with my speed, it was only a fielder's choice. So we were at first and third, and then uh, one dead. And Gerb came up. They intentionally walked him. So we had one dead, bases loaded. Carlos at third, me at second, Gerb at first. Steiner came up because Steiner was leading off uh, for the playoffs. And I don't remember if it was the first pitch. Can't remember. Doesn't matter. Steiner hits a fly ball, and I, as soon as he hit it, I couldn't really see it because I was going back to tag up to second. And I said in my head, please, God, let it be deep enough so that Carlos can score. The play was about medium depth in the outfield, and as soon as he caught it, and I know Carlos is a good baseball player, good softball player with a high softball IQ, so I knew he was going to tag and try to score and win it. And he tags, and I'm just screaming like, go, 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 tag, tag, tag. I'm running to third. He's running home, the throw's coming, and it's like one of those moments that you'll remember forever. He slides in, the throw was late, he clearly beat it, the ump yells safe, and we just went crazy. I mean, it's like one of those moments that you see on, on Sports Center, the highlights, uh, when a team wins a championship, just everybody going nuts. Our fans, shout out to you guys, thanks for coming and sticking with us for like four hours on Thursday night. Everybody's going crazy. We're all high-fiving and hugging and just so pumped. And that's the story. Champions. Thursday night, Mellis 2019. A really special season. Really special night of softball. But I want to give a shout-out to all flies. Of course, the 10 and Alex 11 who were there uh, playing and coaching. But also to uh, the rest of the flies. You know, guys who had... Uh, helped us out along the way because, you know, if you think of Michael Kiley, you know, or Steve or Nick or Tom and Matt playing and subbing for us uh, throughout the year, you guys were just as important to that championship as the guys playing that night because you played in a lot of games for us that helped us secure that number three seed. And eventually that led to our home field advantage, which was huge because we got the last at bat in that game. And that, that championship is just as much a part uh, of ours, the guys who played and the guys who are uh, who sub for us too and not uh, a part of the Thursday night team because really it's a fly family 
And if the Flies win a championship, everybody gets to celebrate and be a part of it. So what a night. I'm still still living high off of it. My body still feels terrible. My goodness, after playing for hours on Monday night and Thursday night, I've literally just taken this weekend to recover. It's been, uh, my, my body hurts, man. I, I need it before fall starts, just like a, a week off. So looking ahead, what do we have going on in uh, the world of the infield flies? We have a week off. We have no... No fall ball starting until Monday the 19th. More info to come. I'm probably going to get things organized um, after this fly pot episode, actually send out some info. Uh, but I'm looking forward to a week off. My body certainly needs it. And uh, fall ball will be great. So on the championship edition episode of the fly pot episode number eight, we went over the Mellis tournament, Morton Grove season, great successful second place, and the Mellis uh, championship recap, uh, future episodes. There's two things I want to try to get done for episode nine content wise. And one is a fall preview. It might have to just be a fall update on where we're at. We're only playing Monday nights at Mellis for fall one night a week. Uh, and then I also want to get the original four on uh, an interview. It'd be just great to uh, talk with Gerb and Eric and Alex and talk about the, the good old days of going on 13. And that, that's what made Thursday night so special is to progress from a team that completely sucked from 0-13, you know, can't make an out, can't get a hit, to champions of a summer league. It was pretty special. So we're going to look to get the original four on. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the championship edition of the Fly Pod and let me know what you think on the Facebook page. And as always, go Flies.